you love wrestling podcasts but hate all the ads? Well, you can get all the great podcasts early and ad-free at adfreeshows.com. It only starts at nine bucks a month, but you get exclusive series at adfreeshows.com like Title Chase, Eric Fires Back, Conversations with Conrad, and tons more, and a chance to interact with your favorite podcast hosts every month. See for yourself why thousands of other wrestling fans say adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling. Adfreeshows.com. Well, he won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. He's a real athlete, so give him your respect. He's got intensity, integrity, intelligence, too. Oh, it's true, it's damn true. And with one eagle slam, he'll lay you out on the floor. So listen up, it's time to go. It's the Kurt Angle Show. We are broadcasting from the Blue Chew Studios. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code ANGLE at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we'll be discussing one of my favorite opponents of all time. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. How you doing today, Paul? Kurt, I'm great, man, because you get to not only talk about one of your favorite opponents of all time, you get to work with your favorite co-host of all time. And, That's right, uh, Paul Bromwell. You're also one of my favorite opponents. <laughs> <laughs> we were just having a little bit of fun before we went on air, busting each other's balls. But, man, we are excited about this one. I'm, I'm, you said it. One of your favorite opponents, one of your best opponents, AJ Styles. I'm pretty confident in saying that, man, when you joined TNA – had was that the first time you had heard anything about AJ Styles? Well, I heard rumblings of him from WWE when I was up there, and uh, him and Samoa Joe were making some noise in TNA. You couldn't you couldn't ignore it because you know the dirt sheets were all over it, and they were most most of the time in the X division. They they really made the X division mean something in TNA. Joe and AJ, and uh, you know seeing AJ, I had to you know go on YouTube and watch him wrestle. I was like, holy crap, this kid has it all. I mean, this kid is amazing in the ring. Uh, incredible high flyer, great technician, has all the tools. I, I couldn't wait to work with him. Yeah, you said it. He was uh, definitely one of the top guys in TNA, and uh, his reputation was one of the best wrestlers. But the knock on him, Kurt, was that he was an X Division guy and with no character. So when you first meet AJ and you see his work in person on TV, are you thinking that that's a fair assessment of him? No, I didn't. Um, as a matter of fact, when I started there immediately after AJ started doing this Prince AJ gimmick and he showed a lot of character with that, a lot of personality. And, you know, he was an X division guy, but I knew that someday he was going to be world heavyweight champion. There was no doubt about it. He wasn't just an X division guy. He was something really special. All right, so let's get into the meat of this, Kurt. You go to TNA, you show up, AJ's there, you get to meet him for the first time. Does he have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, like, oh, here comes this, another WWE star, thinks he's joining TNA, or was the arms extended? The great Kurt Angle. I can't <laughs> wait to work with you. I'm so excited. What was it like with you two's first interaction, getting to know each other? Well, he wasn't either. He wasn't brushing me off or kissing my ass. But he did come up to me and introduce himself. He had a lot of respect for me. I had respect for him. Uh, the feeling was mutual, and we we just hit it off from the beginning. Ah, uh, you hit it off. How could you not? The guy seems, again, as a fan from a fan's perspective, just like an all-around great guy. 
we already know what he can do in the ring. Seems like a family man and just seems like, you know, he's one of those guys that has his act together and a first class guy. What was your uh, first impression of him in the ring as you saw him starting to work? Not, not just from what you heard, but now you're seeing him live in the ring. Oh, gosh. One word to describe him. He already says it. Phenomenal. He's just phenomenal. What the kid can do in that ring is nothing short of amazing. Uh, you know, he's always been talented. Uh, since the beginning of his career, uh, you know, what the stuff he does in, in his repertoire is truly amazing. And he makes it work for anybody, not just the X division, but the heavyweight division. He's able to mix it in whatever division he's in. He's incredible. So I'm curious, uh, the first time you work with AJ, trying to put a match together with him when you first get into TNA, was he easy to work with? Did you lead? Did he want to learn? A lot of people, you know, like to say on the internet, certain wrestlers want to get their shit in. Talk to us about working with AJ, putting a match together and how he was to interact with and, and kind of put that all together. AJ was very innovative. Yeah. He, he had a very great knack of putting together matches, uh, making it make sense. Uh, he never wanted to get his shit in. He used his trademark moves quite a bit, but he made sure it made sense for the match. Psychology was the most important thing to him. And I, that's what I respected the most about AJ. He never wanted to just get his shit in. He wanted it to make sense. Mm. So you can already very tell smart worker. he's smart. That's exactly what I was going with it. At, at a younger age, he's already very intelligent about how to handle himself in the business. Without so you, right. Yeah. You work with AJ for the first time and we've covered this match. It's in the archives and uh, it's a tag match. It's AJ and he teams with Samoa Joe, you know, there, there you go. They're your top two guys right there in TNA and it's you and Rhino. You have to be, are you blown away at this point by AJ already in this tag match? Yeah. Yeah. He was so much fun to work with. You know, the incredible thing about AJ is when you're in the ring with him, you don't have to do anything. He does all the work for you. He flies <laughs> around, he bumps and feeds for you. All you have to do is catch him, <laughs> you know, and you're guaranteed a five-star match regardless. So you know, AJ was so easy to work with. You didn't have to do a lot. Uh, you didn't have to expend a lot of energy. He did it all for you. This is as good a time to bring it up now, Kurt, but Undertaker recently said, I, I guess it was around WrestleMania weekend, that AJ Styles was the second coming of Shawn Michaels. And it sounds just like what you explained. That's you right. Explained Shawn. Remember, I was the first to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. Undertaker I mean. was second. Yeah, but he's he's dead on, isn't he? Dead on accurate. Yes, yes, yeah. he's absolutely right. Uh, you know, Sean and AJ, they have uh, so many identical ways about them, especially uh, their in-ring performances, their athleticism, uh, the the way they were showmen, uh, very identical styles. Yeah, when you talk about in-ring performers, those two have got to be at the top of any wrestling list when it comes of, to... Of the guys I worked, I would say that AJ... Sean Michaels and Chris Benoit are my three favorite to work with. Yeah. And Eddie Guerrero's in there too. Eddie Guerrero. My goodness. What a list that is. Yeah. Holy smokes. Those are some, some top guys. And when you mix in a Kurt angle with all those guys, <laughs> we're talking, just sit down, get your popcorn and fill your day up with some classic wrestling. How about a five way between the five of us? Woo. Throw them all in a chamber. I don't know something. We don't even need that gimmick. Let's just have a wrestling tournament. That would be fantastic. You're right, Paul. 
So your first one-on-one match with AJ is on Impact on January 15th, 2007. So there you go, kids. If you want to go back and look at Impact's app and find the first ever Kurt Angle AJ Styles match, it's January 15th, 2007. Kurt, you get the win in eight minutes because, you know, of course you do. You're the star at this point. So brought you in. Yeah, you're, 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 you're the, uh, the Olympic gold medalist. Did you know when this match takes place that you'll work AJ probably another hundred times in your career? No, I didn't, but I was hoping I would. I was hoping to work him <laughs> 300 times. I was hoping to work him every night of the week. Just uh, AJ Styles for the rest of my career. Because if I did, I get, it was guaranteed five-star matches every night. Nah, you're not lying, man, because Meltzer already loved to hang those stars on you. So combine it with AJ, you guys would have broken the star meter. AJ and Kurt Angle, yes. Yeah. Your first pay-per-view match against AJ is the Lockdown 2007 main event, which has also been covered. It's in the archives. You've been in the company at this point for six months. And how is your relationship with AJ building at this point? Were you guys starting to become friendly, already friendly, or are you starting to become you know, closer chums? What did it look like, Kurt? We hit it off from the beginning. Uh, we, we continue to grow a stronger bond. The more we wrestled each other, the more we got comfortable with each other, the better the chemistry got down the road. I mean, we were getting better and better every time we wrestled. And uh, we both had a mutual respect for each other. Well, Kurt, you find yourself on the opposite end of a lot of tag matches, normal tags, six-man tags, until later that year, AJ's put with you as part of the Angle Alliance. Man, that sounds really cool. Is it better to be on the other side of AJ's matches, or did you like being on his side? What was your preference, Kurt? It didn't matter. I mean, having AJ as a tag partner, unfortunately, that means you're not going to wrestle him. Uh, right. You know, so the one thing about AJ, if you tag with him, you don't want him to outshine you. <laughs> so, you know, you have to keep that in mind. <laughs> the competitor. You know, AJ Styles carried the whole match, carried it more than Kurt Angle. But, you know, for the most part, you wanted him to be your opponent. because that's AJ Styles. Oh, and Kurt Angle's there, too. <laughs> uh, you wanted him to be your opponent because he was the best. What did you think of his character development? Because that was the knock early on him, the whole his character. Oh. I don't think he showed a lot of character at the beginning of TNA until I got there. But when he did, you know, he did the Prince AJ thing, wore the Prince cap and, you know, the crown. And uh, he showed a lot of personality and uh, it never stopped after that. AJ, he kind of broke out at that particular time and really uh, broke out of the mold of just being a wrestler. And he became an overall entertainer at that time. Yeah. He started feeling more comfortable and started getting good at all that. Yeah. Well, your first big, uh, big time pay per view match between you and AJ is at TNA Slam Anniversary in 2008 from Mississippi, and AJ gets the big win over you in 23 minutes. That's a nice long match for you two. Thirty work. minutes, okay. Yeah, this is a big win for AJ at the time, and one of your few losses in a singles match. I'm a little nervous even saying that out loud, <laughs> but you lost. Are you happy though to finally put AJ over in this way, Kurt? Yes. I mean, AJ was TNA homegrown talent. Um, they needed to put their uh, money behind AJ because he was about to be a huge star. And, uh, you know, after he beat me, there was no going back. AJ became bigger and better, and he became one of the biggest stars in TNA history. And he deserved it. Well, they really thought he deserved it because, buddy, 
starting on the house show loop in 2008. He's getting a win <laughs> over all those. I matches remember he beat me every match against you. He's putting your shoulders down to the three count. Uh, the difference in AJ working with you here compared to when you get into the company was how much better he was at this point, right? Yeah. You know, I think it wasn't that he was better. I think we just, be, we got, we got better chemistry. Yeah. We were working each other so much that it became second nature. And after a while we got so comfortable with each other that we, we were putting on these five-star matches every single night. It was awesome. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Well, Kurt, we're about to have some fun here, my friend, because in August of 2008, you have a three-match series with AJ that is tremendous. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. This is when I did all three jobs to him, right? <laughs> of course. That's, that's what you're doing. And listen, uh, as, as we talk through this, I have clips from match two and clips from match three, so you'll get to relive both Thanks of those. Thanks for reminding me. Oh, absolutely. That's what friends are for, man. <laughs> so it all starts at Hard Justice with a last-man-standing match, which... <clears throat> AJ gets the win, and then he defeats you in an, Olymp an Olympic-style match for your gold medal. We have a clip of that. Can't wait to show you. <laughs> and then a ladder match again for your gold medal, which <clears throat> he definitely wins again. AJ is getting big-time push here. Did he deserve it in your mind? Yes. He was okay. the franchise guy. All right. I, you, know, you, you know, you bring people in, talent from WCW, from WWE, and you want them to mess well with your company but they're not your franchise guys. You recruited them from somewhere else. TNA or G AJ Styles was TNA homegrown. Yeah, talent. Was. Yeah. And that's where you have to make your stars. And that's what they did. They planned on pushing small Joe with his undefeated streak, making sure that he became a franchise player. And now it was AJ Styles turn. Well, guys, let's get it started. We're going to watch AJ win the gold medal. We're going to watch him defeat Kurt Angle. We're really excited about this. If you want to go back and watch it, it's Impact. August, Kurt's going to kill me. It's August 15th, 2008, and this is where match two is. And then we're going to flow right into match three, which is August but Before 20th. you do, Paul, I wanted to tell you that AJ was actually a state champion wrestler in high school. He's actually pretty good. Ah. Uh, he never wrestled in college. He should have. But he decided to start his pro wrestling career. And uh, so AJ was actually a pretty decent wrestler, especially in high school. Okay. So it's, uh, so we're just going to. Trying to protect my ass from this Olympic style match. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see what you're trying to do here. And so we're going to go off script here, Kurt, because I know you and Brock, you uh, tussled around off the cameras one time in a little bit of wrestling. Did you ever challenge AJ off camera? Hey, I, I no, know you got some amateur no. wrestling. You know why? Because he wouldn't do it. Ah, he, okay. he would never do it. They, he knew I would embarrass him. Annihilate time. him. So, Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. So he never wanted to, and I don't blame him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please tag AJ styles in this clip on all social media. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. All right, let's go to this match too. Here we go. Kurt angle, AJ styles. Let's check it out. He clotheslined him. Oh, he hit him with a clothesline again. Not showing the spirit of this competition. He's looking up. 
hear that familiar music. We wanted about Sting. Yes, it's Sting's black baseball bat. Hager's got the bat. Look out, AJ. AJ, wait a minute. What? The most annoying wrestling music of all time. Damn nice this. Wow, he split me open. He split you wide open. AJ Styles takes advantage of the guitar coming into play. Buddy, I'm not going to the next clip. I don't remember anybody getting split open like that on a guitar. Okay, shot. but uh, let's back up. This was an Olympic style wrestling match. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Why was Sting's bat involved and Jeff Jarrett's guitar involved? I have no idea. I don't remember this. So I'm actually really baffled right now. Of course you don't remember it, Kurt. You got the shit hit out of you with the guitar. <laughs> you were cut all across the top of the line of your head. He got me pretty good. But And I saw you talking right up to the referee right after you got counted. So uh, I've not seen you know anybody get cut like that on the guitar shot. Maybe it's because... You know, we don't have any hair Bald to protect head, yeah, us. No hair to protect it. <laughs> wow. Okay. That will, that seems pretty vicious. So I don't, I kind of feel bad for you losing the, the old uh, gold medal on that one. <laughs> You're right. There were a lot I of weapons. Too. Yeah. All right. Let's check out MASH 3 Impact August 22nd. Here we go. So difficult, the condition that it's in to maintain your balance as AJ makes it all the way near the top. One more rung, AJ, and you can take down the goal. You can see the concern in his face as Kurt. He can't delay as Kurt climbs up, throwing punches. Try what? Put. Oh, gosh, not again. Oh, my God, here we go again. Lights out in the impact zone. This guy What's continues to interrupt your life. Is he here? Could it be? There it is! Guitar shot to the head of Kurt Angle. And now if I have another cut on my head, I'm taking Jeff Jarrett out. He's done it again. AJ Styles has got the gold medal. And he puts it around his neck. The phenomenal AJ Styles. AJ Styles still has possession of Kurt Angle's gold medal because for the second week in a row on impact the guitar proves the difference next week here on impact kevin nash promises okay dude what's going on you said the same finish it's just the ladder that you had to climb this time 
I'm not sure why the guitar. <laughs> it makes the, no sense. This damn music I guess it was again. to help protect me from you know from losing to AJ three times in a row. I have no idea. Well, he beat you three times in a row. Two of them were with the guitar. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that or not. I'm not. I couldn't remember if we talked about it yet. But listen, that time you didn't get busted open. I think because he clearly the guitar cleared the back. You know, it cleared your head. The soft spot hit me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a soft spot. Kind of yes. like Jeff Hardy's ass hitting the ring. There's always these soft spots that we have to watch. And uh, my goodness, Kurt. So he wins the gold medal again. Do you have that gold medal, or is AJ still sporting that with his wife and kids now? I never really gave it away to AJ. He had to give it back that night. <laughs> that night, give that shit back to me, AJ. That Spider. was a real gold medal. I know. I've, I looked. It looked like it was, so I'm not surprised. Well, they have duplicates now that look exactly like that. Okay. I'm so, not sure who did it. I'm not sure if WWE did it or somebody marketed it, but for some reason, I don't think it's uh, legal because you have that Olympic symbol on, uh, and and that's trademark. Yeah, so not I'm only not that, sure if they, they had them, you, you could be selling them on KurtAngleBrand.com. Yeah, I mean, if there's Crazy. if there's duplicate if there's duplicate medals, you should be able to sell them on KurtAngleBrand.com. You know <laughs> what I mean? I don't know where to get them to be honest with you. Yeah, let's. Go. I have let's fans go. that have me sign them all the time. Oh, really? And you're like, yeah. where the hell do you get that from? Yes. They're probably getting them made like overseas and stuff. The same people that make all the, uh, all the, uh, belts. There's like a yeah, whole boot, yeah, boot like group right. that makes belts. Yeah. It's probably not legal either. <laughs> ah, maybe I'll have to go see if I can find one and, uh, and get you to sign it. There you go. Well, anyway, back to our story. This is some entertaining stuff. Uh, thankfully you didn't get busted open here, but you're now on your way to new Japan wrestling. And in consecutive nights, you team with Masahiro Chono and then Shinsuke Nakamura to take on AJ Styles. Uh, he's going to uh, team with Otani and then Tanahashi. Share with us what you remember about this experience in New Japan and working with AJ in these tag matches, Kurt. Well, you know, it, it was really cool to go over there, uh, especially these guys were incredible workers. You know, they, they were very intense, very technical. Um, they, they, um, they were um, they were the best ones they had at this particular time, the wrestlers at, at, at Japan. And AJ and I, we also told each other, listen, let's expose ourselves to these guys. Let's not just wrestle each other. Let's get involved in the six-man, and you wrestle the Japanese wrestlers that are on my side, and I'll wrestle the Japanese wrestlers on your side. So we wanted to expose ourselves to those wrestlers so that we could, um, you know, become better wrestlers, yeah, yeah, especially internationally, and understand the way they work. That's a cool opportunity, though. You know, that working for Impact, and they were like, "Hey, sure, you, we have a relationship. You can go over wrestle with New Japan, get to wrestle some of their top talent." I mean, we're talking, you know, Nakamura and others here. Just got to be a cool experience all the way around to get to do that and have those opportunities. Without a doubt, it really was. I had a lot of fun doing it. It became hard, though. I was traveling over there quite a bit, especially when I won the IWGP title. And uh, after a while, I had to tell TNA, no more. I can't do TNA full-time and go to J Japan, uh, NJPW wrestling, and uh, perform all the time, at like, you know, six, seven, eight times a year. So it, it was just too much for me, and I had to stop. Especially when you think about just the brutal flights, the time changes, oh, what it yeah. does to your body. Uh, I would, I would be, that they would were be long ass flights. I mean, it, it usually took a day, the entire day to get over there. 
Oh, no, thank you. Well, in 2009, our star that we're talking about here today, AJ, wins the TNA world title from you in a five-way that also involved Hernandez, Matt Morgan, and Sting at No Surrender. It's hard not to think AJ is the guy who TNA developed into a star more than anyone else, right? I mean, you can say Samoa Joe would be right there too, but AJ's got to be that guy, Kurt, don't you say? Yeah, I think AJ separated himself from the rest. You know, Samoa Joe had a great undefeated streak. I think he was like 180-0. and 0. Uh, That was a great push for him. But TNA kind of wavered off of him after a while. I'm not sure if it had to do with his deal that he structured with the company uh, when he signed a new contract. But AJ was always pushed by w, or by TNA, and they wanted to make him the franchise guy. And I totally understand why. Franchise. You said it. He was the franchise. You always thought about Sting in the early 90s, the franchise. Uh, and I think definitely AJ has to be known as the franchise of TNA. Well, the night Hulk Hogan debuts on TNA, you're in the main event against AJ for the TNA title. AJ retains his title with the win over you after Ric Flair's help. How important is it in your mind for AJ to get that win on what is really, that's got to be considered the biggest night in TNA's history at this point. Well, it was, you know, you had Kurt Angle in the ring. You had Ric Flair in the ring. You had Hulk Hogan in the ring. Uh, this, this show was viable to draw ratings and you wanted to show the fans, every fans that w- every fan that was exposed to this company watching on TV or watching in the crowd that AJ Styles was the new, the new man of the company, that he was going to be the guy that carried the company for the future. And this was really important for all of us to make sure that happened. Kurt, let's check it out. It's Impact January 4th, 2010. Matchup. I mean, you know, this, this match came out of nowhere for both these men. It was supposed to be at Genesis, Mike. And then Eric Bischoff laid it down to AJ Styles. That's going to happen tonight. The match man attacked. Kurt helps out his own course and gets this guy out. The mass man taken out of play. So it boiled down. This world title match is simply incredible. I think when people talk about this matchup tomorrow morning, it's not going to be about who won the matchup. It's going to be about how awesome of a contest this truly was. And it really puts who we are as a company, as a pure wrestling company on the map, two of the greatest ever in the world in Kurt Angle and AJ Styles. Look at that. God money. AJ Styles retains the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Hulk Hogan, Eric Bischoff, thank you. Thank you for bringing us this incredible world title match tonight here on Impact. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just looked to my left and Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Get the camera on Hulk, there he is. wrestlers in this business today. Kurt Angle, we've got nothing but respect for you, my brother. And AJ Styles, 
you just raised the TNA bar to a whole nother level. This situation is going to go on and on and on. All the TNA fans, you guys have made history here tonight. Kurt, it seems like Hogan has long since forgot about your first interaction at Madison Square Garden at this point. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Dude, how good was that? We saw that it was a highlights package, but I saw you just shaking your head at just some of the moves as you were watching that. Oh, AJ, how amazing he was. You know, the chemistry we had together was so incredible. Um, you know what's crazy, though? At this point in time, you, if you don't notice, I'm sure you did, my body size. I was thinner. I was smaller. This is because of the movie Warrior that I did. I fought. A, I, I was a fighter named Koba, yeah. a Russian fighter. I did a movie with um, Joe Edgerton and uh, Nick Nolte. Um, I forget the other star. Geez, he's a big oh, star. Oh, that's too. okay. Uh, but uh, anyway, I, at this particular time, that's why I was so small. I had to lose 35 pounds for the movie. So I basically had to starve myself for about two months. It was amazing. Dude, but you guys, the chemistry, and it was Tom Hardy was the other guy. Tom Hardy, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all good right now. It's all good. But listen, you guys, just the chemistry, even in that highlight package, it was just like peanut butter and jelly in the ring. You guys were just flowing so cleanly. Hogan comes out, gives you the Hogan dust, and says, you're the two best wrestlers wrestling right now. Wrestlers. That was a a better segment than that. Absolutely right. Do you remember it all during this time, Kurt? I have to ask about AJ. Was he having any conversations with you about maybe, hey, what what do you think my options are, Kurt? I mean, you got to think that Vince McMahon is salivating over a guy like this. You know what? He never talked to me about it, but I always knew it was in the back of his mind. Um, you know, AJ, it, it was crazy because, you know, Vince passed on the first time. I know that, you know, that he was trying to get in the company. Uh, near the beginning of his career. And I understand why Vince passed. He was a little bit undersized. Yeah. But showing what he did in the past, you know, at this point in time, 10 years, uh, I'm sure Vince's attention started drawing toward AJ. And uh, eventually, um, I think what he wanted AJ to do is get out of TNA and uh, take a little break and come to WWE because Vince doesn't like to bring in wrestlers that are hot in other companies and bring them in and push them right away. Instead, what he does is he brings them in, shoves them down a little bit, you know, gets them uh, to a modest degree and then builds them up again. You know, Vince has a reputation of doing that. You'll notice that with Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, when they came in WWE, he shoved them down to the beginning. They were working the the first match on the shows and they eventually built them up. And, uh, you know, he was going to do that with AJ. I think AJ just had to leave TNA go off, do something for about a year or two, and then WWE would pick him up. And that's exactly what happened. That's what ends up happening. Absolutely. Yeah. AJ but went he, to New Japan and yeah. then New Japan to WWE. Yeah, we're going to touch on that too. But uh, it's funny because you're right. That was always Vince McMahon's, uh, you know, that was his mantra. If you're coming over here and you're hot, you're going to earn your stripes on my brand. Yes. I'm going to build you. I want to build you. He wants to make you a WWE homegrown talent. Yeah. But it's interesting because now we it was a little different with Cody Rhodes coming back after six yes. years off. He came back a star. <laughs> You're right. But, um, you know, 
Chris Jericho came in. He had that big entrance and Y two J and that's it, true it was too. pretty incredible for about a month and then oh. let, you know, <laughs> let's build him back. So I wouldn't be so sure that they not. So we'll see how this coming. goes. We'll see how this I hope goes. Not, I hope yeah. for Cody's sake they continue to push him, but you never know. He says that his contract was very uniquely written. So we'll see what happens. And that's uh, good. Good yeah, so that's good for him. Yep. So you guys uh, would become tag champions uh, in TNA. You defeated Christopher Daniels and Kazarian in June of 2012. And you've said before, you think AJ was the best person you've ever been in the ring with. You've said it here on this show already. Are you already starting to feel that way at this point? Like, hey, I know I've worked at WWE for several years, but this guy he's the best I've been in the ring with. Are you really, truly feeling that? Yes. Yes, I did. At this particular time, I, I already knew, but you know, I, I wouldn't put AJ up there by himself. Okay. You know, I, I think Shawn Michaels and, and Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero deserve to be up there too. But AJ is definitely in my top three or four. I think that uh, he proved that to me. Uh, every single time he went out there and worked with me, uh, he impressed me every time. Let's take a look. It's June 10th, 2012, Slammiversary. Oh, I know you got some great replay stuff for us on this one. Oh, my God. I'll tell you, man, this was something. This was just an amazing match for the World Tag Team titles. And the early goals, AJ and Kurt Angle, they, they were looking great. I mean, they had all the, all the power on their side. But then... Champions, well, the then champions were able to just shut down AJ, utilize him as a sacrificial lamb, and they put some heavy steam, heavy offense on AJ. But Kurt Angle came in and was just throwing people all over the place. Some textbook suplexes. That right there, I'm jealous of. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I, I said I, I tipped my suplex hat to that one. But AJ stopped. He persevered in this thing, as did his partner, Kurt Angle. Again, you gotta, again, you gotta give credit to, to Kazarian and Daniels. They put out an amazing effort out here. Kurt slides in. This is a move from AJ. Now, what this does is AJ took himself out, but he got Daniels out of play. So it all came down to Kurt Angle and Kazarian. That's what Kurt wanted. He applies the ankle lock. He refines the leg. And Kazarian, oh, he came so close to getting to the ropes, but he had to tap. He had a tap for his ankle was going to get shattered. Ooh, Man, that baby. was something, buddy. That was something. Wow. Look at that crowd. Baby, in the middle of the ring. You got a big one, man. Woo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> buddy, um, I don't think you're going to get a better tag team of wrestlers than you and AJ Styles. No, and, and Kaz and Daniels were awesome too. I mean, this is one of my favorite tag matches I ever did. This match was off the charts five stars. I mean, it was really incredible. We all had incredible chemistry together, and all these false finishes were amazing. Man, you what about Taz tipping his cat to that double suplex? You took them both on a ride at the same time. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah, fun. Double suplex. That's one of my fortes. <laughs> I'll it do was... it whenever they agree to do it. <laughs> yeah, they both better be in. That's for sure. So you and AJ finish up your run in TNA with three matches, and we're going to break them down together here, Kurt. It's Slam Anniversary. We're going to fast forward to the year 2013. You defeat AJ in Boston. At this point in time, did you know AJ was on his way out of TNA? 
Yeah, I know they weren't, you know, he wasn't happy with the deal they structured in TNA, the contract. Uh, TNA didn't want to pay him what AJ felt he deserved to be paid. And uh, so they were at odds, and it's unfortunate. Uh, all right, let's check out uh, this clip. It's June 2nd, 2013, Slammiversary. To the ankle lock. <laughs> Going for it again. Sense that Kurt's on the verge of tapping. Is he going to do it? Oh, but Angle, so much pride. That's the last thing he wants to do. Well, let us counter, man. Oh. Let us counter. Oh, yeah. Oh. Who better to turn it around and reverse it and end up with the ankle lock than the Olympic gold medalist? Oh. Angle's got him center of the ring. AJ trying with everything he's got to make it to the ropes. Can he do it? Inches away. Oh, Angle pulls it back out. Scissors the legs. Yeah, Angle's got that leg pulled up. He's got to tap. AJ's got to tap here. You can sense Styles fighting through the pain, and he almost tapped right there. This will shorten your career. You better tap, AJ. Look at this. AJ rolling through, and now just, just like axe kicks to the knee. Able to free himself again. Looked like maybe the knee, but looked like he was trying to break the grip. I thought those axe kicks were in the hand of the knee. Maybe you're right. Whatever it was, it was effective for AJ. He was attacking the grip. Regardless, he got out of the hold. I'll tell you what, how badly do these two want to win this match? Oh, you can sense that. Are you kidding? So much pride between these two, so much history, and another classic encounter here tonight at Slammiversary. And now think about, oh, oh, think about Kurt. Just went shoulder first into the steel post and now hung up in the corner. How about his knee right now? How's that doing? Oh! Now his abdomen, but his knee, well, he's hung up there. All his ligaments and his cartilage in his knee must have been pulling apart and stretching. Then he locked onto his target and fired with that big drop kick in the corner. What a match. What can AJ, what can AJ do to try and put him away here, Just though? Just imagine how successful AJ would be if he would have joined us in Ace of Snakes. I mean, really, I, I, all the great stuff he's doing in this match, AJ, if he would have came with the family, if he would have came with the club. You got it. Here it is. AJ now out to the apron with Kurt down. Springboard a third time, and Angle rolls out of the way. Look for that 450. Look at this. Roll up by Angle now. Now quickly, Kurt goes to the offense. What a beautiful counter to the Angle slam. Gets the double leg, does stacked Angle. Up. Got him stacked up. Kurt, what do you think of that one? That's, uh, you look, first of all, you're not working on the movie warrior anymore. You're filled out and you're looking tan. <laughs> like you were just at the beach or something, a little man. bit better. <laughs> yeah. But what a match. And, uh, I didn't even recognize the voice of one of the TNA commentators. I, I didn't know who that was. It wasn't uh, Mike Tanay. Tanay was there and somebody else, but there was an, another Taz. voice calling play by play. Taz was there, but there was a third man that I did not recognize. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, honestly, you and you and uh, AJ, uh, another classic match. Just a few nights later, you would defeat him again in the Bound for Glory semifinals, which will be the last TNA TV match that you two have together. That's it. That closes the the TV story. 
on Kurt Angle. It's a sad state of affairs. It is because it's such classic wrestling between the two of you. Is AJ, once again, I'll ask this at this point because this is a few years later, is he coming to you for advice? Is he discussing his contract negotiations with TNA? What is he sharing with you about all that's going on in his life? AJ didn't really come to me and ask any questions. Uh, If he would have, I would have given him great advice. Uh, I felt that AJ needed to spread his wings. Um, I know he wanted to stay in TNA, but they didn't want to give him the deal that he wanted. Uh, So he was going to be off and running and uh, trying to make his real dream come true of being in WWE eventually. So I think this was a great time for him to go ahead and do that. And I think that what he did was the right move. And now here he is in WWE kicking ass and taking names. And when you need advice for your future, Goliath life is who you need to turn to time to tell you again about something I'm super passionate about, and that's protecting your family. Yes, this is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance yet. We never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that really sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit GoliathLife.com. And I mean right now. Listen, I've lost two friends in their 40s in the last year and a half, and I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through had they not had life insurance. If you don't have it, Get it. Protect your family. And I suggest you go to GoliathLife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance super easy. GoliathLife.com streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes from more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price. You start the online application immediately and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. I've done it. They sent someone right to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliathlife.com makes buying life insurance simple. There are no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle, hell, not even a phone call. Goliathlife.com is life insurance in your hands on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at goliathlife.com. If you could change one thing about your home, what would it be? A new kitchen, a new master bath, maybe put in a pool. What if you could do it with no money out of pocket and cheaper monthly payments? Savewithconrad.com can help, and you can even skip your next two house payments. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender, savewithconrad.com. Kurt, do you think it's a bad sign for TNA when AJ and them are unable to reach an agreement? Yes. I mean, AJ was their franchise player. Um, You get rid of him, you're going to have to build up somebody else to be the franchise guy. And AJ was way too young to let go. I mean, at this point in his career, he was probably in his early 30s. So, you know, AJ was still in the prime of his career, and you want to keep him. You have to make him happy. And they didn't want to do that. Well, Kurt, your last match with AJ is at Base Brawl. Yes, that's that's a real thing. It's a house show. In, field. <laughs> that's yeah. right. It's at a house show in the beautiful state of Pennsylvania, and you get the win. Did you think at the time, hey, this could be the last time I ever wrestle AJ Styles? 
I knew it was. I knew he was off and running. He was going to be gone uh, the following week. He wasn't even going to be there anymore. So the news was out. AJ was leaving the company, and it was pretty sad. I know a lot of people were uh, unhappy about seeing him leave. Well, AJ, you mentioned it. He goes on to New Japan and becomes a bigger star than he ever was in TNA, in my opinion, and as a big-time member of the Bullet Club. But then he would head to the show, the WWE, my friend. Did you get a chance to see any of AJ's stuff in New Japan at all, Kurt? No, unfortunately, I didn't. But I heard that he was kicking ass with the Bullet Club. I mean, he really made a name for himself uh, outside of you know any major promotion. You know, AJ built himself up without anybody's help. And WWE knew he was hot. Well, here comes the big WWE debut. It's Royal Rumble 2016, and he's immediately put into a big-time spot. Whether the WWE thought it was or not, when he comes out for that Royal Rumble, the crowd exploded. They They knew knew who who he he was. was. (laughs) We said it in unison. They knew who he was. You got it. Within a few months, he's wrestling Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. He main events payback the next month against Roman Reigns in a WWE title match. He defeated John Cena at SummerSlam. He'll win the world title the next month. I said, yeah, I said title, not belt. I almost got scared, scared there. He wins the world title the next month over Dean Ambrose. who we now know, uh, affectionately as John Moxley, there was no doubt in your mind, Kurt, that AJ was going to be a superstar in the WWE, right? Oh yeah. I knew from early on in TNA, all he needed was an opportunity and a chance and he got it. And when he did, he kicked some ass. Well, buddy reunited and it feels so good you return yes, to wwe and you see your old pal once again talk about seeing him backstage for the first time when you returned it was exciting you know to see aj he was such a good guy and you know he was such a great friend loyal um not just in the ring but he was he always had this caring way about him and uh you know asking about your kids and your wife and he was a great family man. It was just great to see him again. And uh, knowing that we might end up wrestling again was pretty intriguing. That's pretty phenomenal, as they say. I had to use the word. So uh, what about when you're not together? He's in New Japan. Do you ever talk with him at all or no? Or is it, as you said before, no, in wrestling? No, we didn't it's just, speak at all. Yeah. Actually, we didn't even text each other. No calls, nothing. Uh, you know, in the business, like I said before, you leave a company, you're leaving that company for good. You're probably most likely not going to be contacting anybody in that company anymore because you're going to meet new people and make new friends. It's the same thing for, I think, a lot of people in their own walks of life. You change jobs, you switch jobs. There's some people you stay in touch with, but for the most part, you don't talk to a lot of people again. So it makes sense. Your last singles match before your WrestleMania retirement match, ah, I wish that wasn't your retirement match, is against Baron Corbin. You got to work with AJ on SmackDown. It's full circle, buddy. Has to feel good, doesn't it? Yes. Unfortunately for me, the match was only three minutes and it had no finish. Uh-huh. Uh, so even though I got to wrestle with AJ, we we had a few quick spots. The thing was, um, you know, I requested this match to Vince McMahon. I had the Kurt Angle farewell tour, and they allowed me to request certain matches. And I requested AJ Styles and Samoa Joe over any other WWE wrestler. And I wanted to make sure I got those two. And uh, AJ and I went out there and, you know, it was three minutes. We kicked ass for three minutes. But what are you going to do? You know, there, there was no finish. And 
you know, it just kind of sucked that it was like, you know, the match was over and that was it. Unfortunately for AJ and I, it wasn't the finish we wanted. Well, you know what, Kurt? I have that clip and we're oh, going to show right here. Of course I do. Here it is. The, as Kurt puts it. <laughs> Let's just take a moment and think about all that Kurt Angle has meant to the history of the down brand as he unloads a German suplex early on Styles. Hey, AJ Styles isn't thinking about what Kurt's accomplished prior to yeah. tonight. Oh, Kurt's oh. looking for a big victory. Went for the Angle slam very early on in the Hall of Fame. Oh, oh, oh. Trying to close in. Cap Crusher. Oh, it's in. Oh, Cap Crusher on Kurt Angle. Angle. It's going to be a short trouble. night for Angle. And AJ Styles wrenching back on the leg. Is Kurt Angle going to submit to AJ Styles? Styles is cranking with everything in his being. Angle trying to hold on. Could Kurt submit his final night on SmackDown? Time could be ticking on Kurt Angle. What a turn this will be in the farewell turf tour for Kurt Angle. Styles said it wasn't going to be an exhibition. And we're oh, we're oh, oh. at the ankle lock. Ankle lock trying to cinch it in now, yes. AJ now fighting for survival. Kurt Angle back up to his feet. He's got the ankle lock in deep. Look at the torque. Look at the torque on AJ's left ankle. AJ Styles wriggling, trying to get himself to the bottom rope, trying to break the hold. Styles able to reverse out of it. But Styles is hurt. But who got the worst of the exchange overall? Both superstars looking to end this one quickly with submissions. Oh, wait a minute. AJ Styles WrestleMania opponent Randy Orton spoiling Kurt Angle's last match on SmackDown. Orton completely. Oh, look at oh, it! Angle slam! Kurt Angle saying, You're not going to ruin my moment. Oh, Randy Orton already ruined the moment, Byron, for the entire WWE Universe. The Viper just took away a potentially classic matchup for his own selfish purposes. And that was it. Not the way I wanted to end my career. <laughs> well, listen. And uh, Randy Orton did not get up for me for the angle slam. <laughs> I was hoping you'd see it. Oh, my God. <laughs> this match was so embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, it showed no traces of the real Kurt Angle. It was like the old beat-up Kurt Angle with the quad injury and, uh, you know, no finish. It was just horrible. I was going to say, dude, you're in better shape now, aren't you, than you were then? Oh, yeah. You. Yeah, you're shredded. Shape. Yeah. Well, what happened is I was in great shape when I came into WWE. Yeah, I remember you said they that. They inducted me in the Hall of Fame, and they made me general manager, and I became inactive. Started gaining weight. It wasn't working out as much. It wasn't training in the ring anymore. When I came back, I gained about 25 pounds. And yeah. Somebody hid those chicken snacks on you. Wrestling. Yeah. 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 They hid those chicken snacks and you weren't finding those <laughs> as much as you do now. Oh, I know. I wish <laughs> I would have had them back then. Oh man. That's good. But Hey, you know what I thought was kind of fun is your old pal, Randy Orton's involved. That's your buddy. You guys yeah, get that's together that's with one of my best friends. He's, yeah. he's a solid dude. I absolutely love him. There you go. Well, you and uh, AJ are the only two wrestlers, Kurt. Think about this. To be TNA Impact and WWE Triple Crown winners. That's history, brother. How cool is that? It is history. And you know what? Being alongside of AJ, there's nothing to be ashamed about that. That's pretty awesome. Well, what can we say about AJ Styles, Kurt, that we haven't already? Is there anything else you want to say as we wrap up this episode on AJ Styles before we get to the fan questions? Besides being the incredible wrestler he was, which I, I rank him in the top four greatest of all time. I really do. He was an incredible human being. 
He cared about you. Um, he was a good family man. He asked about your family, made sure you were okay. He wasn't selfish by any means. He was a really good kid. I loved AJ Styles. Oh man, that's awesome. Let's get into some of the, the member and the fan questions here. We'll start with adfreeshows.com top guy, Brad Stanton. And he says, do you think you and AJ are similar in the way you can both change your character so quickly and easily? Change the character. I guess he's talking go from heel to baby face and how you, oh, can shake oh, up you know what, it, you know, being over, if you're over, it's a lot easier to switch back and forth. So AJ was really over with the fans. They absolutely loved them. They either loved them or loved to hate them. They loved Kurt Angle and loved to hate Kurt Angle. Yeah. But you know, when you have that kind of bond with the fans where you're really over, you could do whatever you want. And, uh, you know, but the hard part is when you're really over, it's really difficult being a heel because even when you're a heel and you're being an asshole, they're still cheering you. So they're like, Hey, we're smarter than you. We know you're trying to be a heel, but we love you anyway. So, you know, it just gets a little complicated and your fans are totally confused because when you're the baby face, they still chant, you suck. So <laughs> you're right, man. You know, talk about reverse psychology <laughs> <laughs> Adfreeshows.com slap nut. Justin Bracken asks after working so closely with AJ and TNA in your expert opinion, has he been underutilized in WWE all these years? No, no, he hasn't been. I mean, I will say this. They push him at circum certain circumstances and then they pull back, but they never forget about AJ. They continue to utilize him as much as they can. And whenever they need him, they pull him up and they push him really hard. I mean, I think he's been world champion, what one or two or two or three times, right? Yeah. After uh, he got there, they pushed him and he won the title a few times. Now it's not been, you know, that way lately. Now they did push him again as a singles to be exactly, a big headline. And, match and they're going to continue to do that. He's yeah. going to be an off and honor. Yeah. But but they will continue to utilize him because they know how talented he is. Adfreeshows.com member Hazard F5. And before I get to his question, I got to put him over. I love his content. If you're not a fan of his, Hazard F5, awesome. I'm a belt mark. Love championship belts. Check out his YouTube. He has a Patreon. He does great, great content. Does a lot of research for title chase. So I'm a big fan of his, but he asks with AJ's wrestling, high flying and athletic ability. When I described AJ styles to people in 2002 to 2005, before he started becoming a big name, I described him as a mix of Rey Mysterio, Kurt Angle, and Shawn Michaels. Would you agree with that? If not, what wrestlers would you compare him to? I like that. It's a mix of Mysterio, you and Shawn Michaels. Do you agree with that or others? I think so. Yeah, I, I do believe that because he had the same skill as Rey Mysterio as far as being a high flyer, a lucha wrestler, but he also had the athleticism of Shawn Michaels and he had the great technique like Kurt Angle. So That's he was comparison. all three mixed together, which makes him like a superhuman <laughs> superhero. Like you said, he had that amateur pro wrestling, amateur back, that wrestling amateur background too. So there yes, you go. Adfreeshows.com top guy Bryant Haremza asks, I've always loved your rivalry with AJ Styles and TNA. Is there one particular match that sticks out to you as your favorite with him? I would say uh, Slammiversary 2008. I think we went, went almost 30 minutes. AJ beat me, but it was the first time that I had like a really long, solid four-star match with AJ. And it showed me how talented he truly was. 
I mean, you know, usually, you know, when you wrestle on TV or house shows, you go 10 or 15 minutes. But having this lengthy match and being as good as he did is as consistent throughout the match really impressed me. This is a fun question for you, Kurt. Uh, it comes to us from a guy by the name of Phil Jackson, and he says, most people say that Daniel Bryan is the best wrestler bell to bell in the ring today. I've always disagreed with this statement. I've been saying AJ Styles is the best for years. How do you, how do the two compare to you, to you and who do you think is better? Uh, (laughs) This is like the Matt and Jeff Hardy question. They're they're like identical. You know, they're so much alike. And as far as their styles and everything they do, uh, they're great at submission. They're great at high flying. They're great at anything that belongs in the ring. Um, I will say this. I will pick AJ only because I wrestled him. I never wrestled Daniel Bryan. If I did, I might change my mind. So that I'm makes just sense saying though. AJ right now because I wrestled him. That's your only experience is with him and hands-on with him in the ring. So you have every right to, to make that pick. Uh, there you go. Richie says, who pitched you and AJ as a tag team? And how do you think you gelled as a team? I think, uh, first of all, the writers pitched us. They wanted to do something different. They wanted to keep AJ and I away from the TNA World Heavyweight title so we we would have a different run, a different storyline going on. But AJ and I had great chemistry because we were so different. You know, AJ was a high flyer. I was a technical wrestler. Um, and we, we gelled together really well. We had some incredible tag matches, especially with Kaz and, and uh, Kazarian and uh, Daniels. Those matches were priceless. Absolutely. Two more questions this week, uh, Kurt. Cole says, how did you feel when you heard AJ was making the switch from Impact and eventually going to WWE? I was so excited for him. That was his lifelong dream. He always wanted to be in WWE someday, either WWE or WCW. And he finally made it, and I was so happy for him. Eddie Prather asks, where would you rank AJ on your all-time opponent list? (laughs) I already said that I would say top four. Uh, it's a tie. I can't really pick anyone in particular, but Chris Benoit, Shawn Michaels, Eddie Guerrero, and AJ styles. Those four guys are the, my four favorites to work with. That's a who's who's list for sure. Right there, man. Well, listen, Kurt, next time, uh, we're going to be discussing sacrifice 2007. We're also going to do a little ask Kurt anything, where you, the audience, gets to submit questions to Kurt on anything you want. So listen, what I would tell you to do is catch yourselves up on the Wives of Wrestling podcast. Go listen to that show and pick some fun questions that you have from Kurt from that show. Because, man, it'll really get juicy and fun on this show. <laughs> yes, but, it will. But anything fun wrestling related to, we want to have fun. We want to talk wrestling, but we also want to have a good time. And this is your opportunity to get to know Kurt a little a level deeper than just, hey, the wrestling machine. So take advantage of this opportunity. Let's get to know Kurt and have some fun. But Sacrifice 2007 is coming up. That's the first NWA title victory over Sting and Christian Cage. We're also going to discuss your first singles match against Sting that ends up being on TV and the build to the three-way. So, man, again, some fun stuff coming up here on the Kurt Angle Show. Before we get out of here, though, Kurt, we got to talk about what helps you get into that fantastic shape that you're in now. And that's this helped me get in fantastic shape. Chicken snacks. You have chicken snacks and snack smart, crispy protein bites. One's chicken breast protein right over here. And this is uh, organic plant protein. You go to physicallyfit.com to order them. 
There are 11 different flavors, all incredible flavors. You're going to absolutely love them. High protein, low carbohydrate. Uh, they're great for uh, any diet that you're on, especially if you want to stay in shape or, or get yourself in shape. Uh, but uh, you can go online and order these. If you use the code ANGLEPOD, you get 20% off your first order. Or you can become a lifelong member and get 20% off the rest of your life if you sign up on the website. And that's awesome. And you said, you know, brownie batter, cookie dough, maybe down the road we could get oh, a couple. Oh, yeah, of, we're going to have the. For us sweet tooth. Bakery maybe. And, and, and candy. Uh, <laughs> candy snacks. flavor, Swedish yes, fish, yes. chicken snacks. Chocolate, vanilla, you know, caramel. Yeah. Oh, man, we're gonna that's hysterical. Them, man. We're gonna, oh, I love we it. we got a lot of innovative stuff going on. <laughs> Listen, KurtAnglebrand.com. If you're looking for all that fun stuff, including... The milk box. If you want your 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 cup of milk, it's over there. Angle milk. Look at this. Angle milk. You get milk cartons. You get milk cartons. Hats, birthday cards, autographed photos, T-shirts, cameo video messages. You name it. Go to KurtAngleBrand.com. Get yours, and I'll be sending it to you. Not only that, like you said, cameo messages. I think that's where it's at, man. Where Kurt Angle will it's talk directly to you, tell yeah, you you yeah. suck. It's He'll a make lot sure of fun to do that. He'll remind you about the three eyes. Whatever you want, sing happy birthday. If you want it for your kid's bar mitzvah, whatever you want to do, it's all there at KurtAngleBrand.com. Any celebration or event. There you go. Uh, WildcatBelts.com is also where you can get your true, true special uh, Kurt Angle Memento, your belly championship title. Look at it. Look at it. It's beauty. It's sparkling. I can't even see. All the sparkle, <laughs> all that gold. It's amazing. This is one of my favorite belts, and not just because it's a current oh, belt. It's got to be your favorite. A title. <laughs> it's not a belt. It's a title. <laughs> now we're going to do that every time. <laughs> it's an amazing title belt. How's that work? And uh, that'll work. That's better. Yeah, and I got one. Kurt has one. Someone else has one. Kurt, what are you doing with your puppet in the corner? My smash buddy, your smash buddy. He protects my uh, world your, title there. He protects the, It's a little big for him though, but <laughs> it is big. Check out wildcatbelts.com. There's pictures. You can contact Andrew through there. He is a master craftsman, so skilled. Like Kurt said before, he does the belts for WWE, NXT. He does it for a lot of major companies, so he can take care of you in many ways. But get your Kurt Angle belt. Finally, this week, Saturday, August twenty seventh. It's wrestling night at the park for the Wisconsin Timber Rattlers with Kurt Angle. They're calling it podcast at the plate. I'm calling it having a good time with my buddy, Kurt Angle. He's going to be there for autographs, meet and greets. He's going to be answering your questions, throwing out the first pitch. It's in Appleton, Wisconsin, which is just outside Green Bay. Guys, meet us there. We want to see you, right, Kurt? It's going to be a good we're time. We're going to Appleton, Wisconsin, and we're going to have some fun. There you go. Well, listen, this has been another fun episode uh, detailing the career of AJ Styles with the man himself, Kurt Angle. Kurt, thank you again for another fun show this week. Thank you very much, Paul. It was great having you on and uh, great doing the show. <laughs> it's just great I love you here. as my co-host. <laughs> for Kurt Angle, I'm Paul Bromwell. We'll be back again next week for another great episode of The Kurt Angle Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, 
It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra five to ten. What if I give you fifteen to twenty? Can you pay me more? Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys. The podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.